Hello everybody again. Sending out again, day two. Continuing on from yesterday, just riffing, freestyling off some observations that I've been collecting over the last few months. And the next one is, I'm talking about just offering this up a suggestion. Think about if you haven't tried it before, having a piece of paper on the wall in your kitchen or somewhere your bedroom or somewhere where your your office uh, with a nearby and anytime you get an idea as soon as as soon as you realize it's a good idea just go over and get it um, written down on the, on the on the paper as soon as possible while it's in the mind while it's fresh uh, while you can still remember it lots of times I've I began noticing well just that if I hadn't sometimes wrote, write, sing, write things down exactly in the moment, um, when I came to be in a position when I was you know, doing notes or something, I'd be trying to remember it. And it can be a bit like incense smoke, you know, disappear, like, can disappear. It stays for a while, like, there are some kind of inspirations and ideas. And, yeah, so I just started putting a piece of paper, blue tacker piece of paper up onto the, on the wall, cupboard somewhere, have a pen nearby and just... Uh, train myself to as soon as I get one like a little thought or inspiration idea observation just go and jot it down straight away um, and, I, and I'm also thinking I had a little um, realisation about handwriting as well this year um, I was doing my journaling writing lots and all of a sudden I just noticed that my writing had become so lazy just <laughs> um, I guess it's, it's is the is the true word there that it was just this kind of scroll and i just i just took i just took a breath just reset the form through my hand like my intelligence tips my fingers and like like kind of reset a mudra in my hand and set the intention to do it like um better and like just try like it was interesting it's just like but just by trying a little bit hard a little bit harder it became a lot easier and and it looked way more made it look more beautiful and then it's um there's a there's a whole psychology of handwriting you can learn a lot about people from their from their handwriting from the, the kind of marks they make the size the marks the the the, the firmness of of the you know the mark as how hard someone pushes down and stuff um yeah it's interesting so just just a suggestion if you hadn't uh, also, this is just fresh off the off the moment. Thinking in terms of writing, it's good to do writing. I had to get back into handwriting. Probably, I think at the beginning of twenty twenty, that's like something shifted. I was a lot more on my on my journaling and diarying, diarying, uh, di <laughs> diarying. Um, yeah, that year, uh, inspired by this book called The Artist's Way. If you don't know, there's this classic book and in it it says uh, this practice of writing as soon as you wake up in the morning that they call morning pages so if you ever hear someone talk about morning pages if you've never tried it before um, it's just waking up and letting the stream of consciousness flow through you and grab your pen and paper and just, just write now in the, I think the classic suggestion is doing three pages in the morning so that's uh, yeah that's kind of uh, I went through some good some good rounds of doing that um 
and it really got me back in touch with my handwriting. Um, and even even as an artist, you know, I've been obviously painting and making marks with the brush, but actually made me realise that I hadn't been doing a lot of writing because of obviously phones and computers and been using the tip of my thumb to make all my text. So it was, um, yeah, it was interesting to get back and get the pen back in the hand, but I absolutely love it. It's, it's a really, it's a, it's a great feeling. And I think it's something that a lot of people, if they haven't been doing it for a while, because they've been too, you know, more, more accustomed to using the phone now, would actually really enjoy it. Get a, do some handwriting. I mean, also as well, another one off the dome, but to send a handwritten, sending a handwritten letter, someone receiving a handwritten letter from someone there's a magic to it there's a, there's a beauty there's a power I love it so um, actually that's, that you know was a ritual I did a lot last year um, writing letters to people handwritten letters sending them putting a stamp sending them post office and yeah some amazing um, you know replies and responses and it's just a completely different way to communicate um, so if anyone's inspired to send a letter to someone I was thinking about GCSEs um, can you imagine so, so if anyone doesn't know in England and UK the GCSEs are the, like the national exams when we're 15 16 kind of end of um, school before college um, yeah I was just thinking like the subjects I did and the 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 things I was, the the content of the, you know, the course, the courses and stuff, man, like how much um, actual practical application I've, I've used that with. I was thinking, imagine if you could have GCSEs and like doing it, <laughs> basically all the stuff that I've like been completely overwhelmed sometimes um, myself as, as an adult and have had to learn, you know, work out. Uh, by myself or different ways or something but these are things that could be taught you know basic you know basic good life skills mechanics DIY accounting taxes um, even even marketing or you know plumbing imagine you could do GCSE in plumbing just give give people tools for life I mean, I was like thinking. I did a GCSE in history, and I was learning about the the Second World War and the, like the Schlieffen Plan, and oh, you know, like there is definitely a power to understanding that that history and everything. And as I, as I say it now, I do have to. I'm kind of uh, kind of feel like I bow I bow towards that, like a respect to that as well, because of it is a, is a big part of our our history. Um, but I mean, practically, was how to how to apply that. You know, maybe I just think like learn the learn the really important stuff first, and then once the work's kind of sorted, then you can look further back into history and stuff. But to to leave like knowing about the sleeping plan, but not knowing at all about how to do a tax return, it seems seems like the priorities have obviously become um, weird. Um, in, is not you know not a surprise it's a long rabbit hole deep rabbit hole which gets me to well i was talking about gcse's um next one the ttc the yoga ttc the patanjali yoga ttc this is basically it was like my 
one suggestion that I, I've given often to people who ask me about doing a yoga TTC, which stands for teacher training course, is to, you know, ask, like ask their intention and and what is it they are, what's what, what seeking to do, what's their intention, um, and and always just suggest if anyone's looking to deepen their knowledge about yoga, there's a book that I really highly suggest uh, called The Light Light on the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, and it is by BKS Iyengar. So it's it's his commentary, his analysis, and explanation, and um, breaking down of the sutras, the yoga sutras, the classic, famous yoga sutras of uh, by Patanjali. So he's a, a yogi from two thousand five hundred years ago or so. That's all, all the stories I've heard of him that era. And he compiled, so the story is he was like one of the first to bring together lots of these different sutras and put them all into this one book to compile them. He, he, he teaches Ashtanga Yoga. That's like where it first is collected and acknowledged. And it's, a, it's amazing, oh man, if anyone's interested in yoga, the culture, the, the history, language stories the information the, the subtlety the, the the spectrum oh man it's it's absolutely amazing and that so that for me that was a book where i yeah definitely that's that has been the place where i have where i personally have got the most yoga information of, of anywhere of any course or other book i've read or anything that was became like a bible for me and um I, you know i had a copy that i carried around with me on many travels and um took all around india and south america and i would just could open it on any page and just begin reading anything would just captivate me i just became fascinated with it and made my notes in it and my highlights and um copied bits out of it yeah it's so deep <laughs> so I mean, and and just 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 I, I was one little observation of it as well, just to give some kind of context to the the modern uh, boom of of yoga posture practice and like the new yoga culture that's uh, arising in more you know more Western based place places. Uh, yeah. So in the sutras, there's 190, is it seven? I think it's seven. 190 something sutras, um, and three of these are about asana posture. So all the rest is is a is a deep journey about psychology and philosophy and um, uh, the uh, the process of stilling the mind. Yoga chitta vritti niroda is the first. So. The second sutra, sorry. The first is uh, Adi. No. <laughs> oh man. Atta, Atta yoga. Now, now yoga. The se- and the second is Yoga Chitti Vritti Niroda, which is yoga is the cessation of the fluctuation of the mind, the chitta, the mind, um, the space between the thoughts. So it's like says exactly what it is at the beginning, and then it goes into the whole journey and well to be honest 
to to read just the sutras like in a, in, the, in a kind of minimum or direct translation they're 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 deep enough you know they're complex keys to, to open to a untrained mind in a way but the commentary from bks Iyengar is absolutely fantastic and he breaks it down into two different levels two different depths of um subtlety and you know expands on on all the points and give reference so just sorry just in terms of like the uh the, the ttc i'd say like just to read that book alone like you know to know it really well like from you know cover to cover is it could be a whole university degree i reckon um so anyone looking to do the ttc by all means do the ttc but if for any reason that's you know not you're not yet at that level of doing ttc but you know don't wait to be on a on a 200 hour course somewhere or don't wait to be signed up to to some yeah some some you know seminar course or something just get that book if you haven't already got it and just that's that's such an amazing thing to study i used to read uh, sections of that in my classes as well at the end like people relaxing and i just find a different um chapter a paragraph or something and read it very interesting so shout out the um the the departed i don't know what you say the, the, the spirit of bks Iyengar. he left his body about uh 10 years ago i believe i'm not sure um so 2009 yeah blessing for him out in uh in his samadhi or wherever he is he spoke about his uh his reincarnation i think he mentioned mentioned it in some of his books uh, he's got great other books as well light on yoga light on life are just really great as well so that one special point for the uh, yoga teachers or anyone out there interested in yoga namaste the next point i've put toy story reality 20 and this is just my idea for a film where it's a continuation of toy story but now the boy um andy i guess yeah andy i forgot his name but i just remembered it then andy is like in the future and andy comes back from university or something and now he's tripping and he's in his bedroom he's in his bedroom and the toys are there still and can you imagine just Andy on mushrooms in his bedroom and he starts to go into his deep deep meditation trance and he's then he's looking at Woody and Woody and Buzz and they'd obviously you know the fit in the film anytime that the um they you know the humans or you know he comes around they just they freeze right that's the it's one of the things in the film if you didn't if you don't know I'm talking about Toy Story this I'm sure I'm pretty sure everyone who's listening to this will have heard of Toy Story anyway the idea of toys becoming like lifeless when we see them but when we're not there they are doing all sorts but it's um, yeah, just kind of a a joke a joke idea of um, of a spoof version where he he's looking at them and then he can tell that they're that they're alive and then he's like but the the you know it could be funny when the toys are still pretending to um to be to be frozen you know and then he's coaxing them out anyway just just one idea toy story 20 um next point was about masks something i something i had i thought about masks was as it's okay so for me personally as a person i've had a lot of trigger it was 
been triggered a lot by the masks from the from the at certain points i can i can turn it up i can turn it down i can open it up and analyze it and think lots more about it i can also choose to focus on other shit right now and do my other stuff and turn it right down and go go on a get in a zone where that doesn't become a priority of my thinking acceptance i guess as i'm saying this this is so this is i'm I'm in barbados and barbados is bang on the masks um it's very interesting the 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 feeling is very different it's very I've, i've traveled from living in london before to the last seven years or so and now living in barbados in five months um since we've been here five months yes since yesterday um and there's basically like a hundred percent policy on masks in in all the shops from when we got here but there wasn't really so much in the streets and stuff when we when we got here it all it had been you know i guess seven or eight months since since it kicked off and so it was november when we got here and things were much more casual people were wearing masks lots of people were wearing masks out and about but it wasn't like everybody outside has to have a mask on um but then the the christmas and the new year some like more tourists came and brought a wave of microbes that's then there's this infamous uh, bus crawl which is like a bayesian thing where they all get in a bus and they go from rum stop to rum stop get out and have a drink at each one and then we'll pile back on the bus and then drive to the next one and it's a it's a thing here you know the bus crawl but there was a bus crawl on uh christmas eve or something or boxing day i don't know and um basically someone had it had had this uh had this microbial uh, inf- <laughs> the virus had the covid19 and spread it all around and we all got drunk and then it so one of the people was a was, was a prison guard some guy on the on the call was a prison guard and he got it he went to the prison and uh the news was spreading that all of a sudden everyone in the prison had it and blah, blah, and then uh, the whole where uh, the country went to this next lockdown on uh new year like new year's day people were allowed to go out on new year's eve till midnight and then it was basically like the lockdown began and then it's been um it's been a couple of months um Yeah, a few months now, three months now nearly. Um, no, I think maybe it, ended, it started at more the end of January. So, yeah, two and a half months or so. Where stuff's been shut down and, yeah, the whole mask thing just, just increased. So I'm, I'm been wearing a mask. I I was didn't even wear a mask at all until the last week that we left um, when I was in, in London. And since I've been in Barbados... I've worn it just you know to go in the shops because yeah it's just that's just the the way of us doing it it's, it's very interesting oh my god this is like I'm going totally off um, plan now <laughs> I'm, I'm going totally off piece it's oh, so much to, to talk about and analyse but this this yeah the difference of so here in Barbados it's like the, the national feeling is that people support each other being behind it and there's like a goodwill and like a pride of it like okay people are like they're proud to do everything as as much to the to the letter of the law as possible so they have these like 
having these um, national uh, talks often you know once a fortnight or something there's been like a different like an address from the Prime Minister Mia Motley um, so she's the Prime Minister now and she's doing these announcements public announcements like once every week or something just saying like the update on what's the situation and if there's any changes or whatever and it's been gradually easing over the last last few weeks and restaurants are open again now and stuff um, but yeah people li- people listen and then if she's saying no one on the beach after nine it's like 8.55 whoop everyone's like <laughs> up and heading for the heading for the shore you know people are like and you know it's like you're washing like washing the hands so as soon as you walk in the, any supermarket any shop it's like hands mask you have to have a mask inside and even now like everyone pretty much everyone's wearing a mask when they're outside like walking around on the streets and stuff you go you want to get petrol petrol station even like wind down the window talk to someone you know they like fill up the um car for you um but it's like didn't have a mask on straight away they're like mask mask I was like, okay put on the mask play the game as much as i'm he's like gonna swing into like you know ah um <laughs> my 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 critiques on, on the mask and stuff or my observations on it um that i i personally don't believe in putting so much importance on the mask it, it could be there's much more hmm, what to say what to say the point I'm, the point i put down was was actually here I, even though I have lots of thoughts about it, one, one practice I, I caught myself, I caught myself being very negative about it repeatedly and it being something that was pissing me off, basically. So I was like, how can I think about this differently? I want to think about this differently. I want to shift the way that this is triggering me, the fact that I don't think this is important and that I, don't, I think it's all like a, a trick and a trap to do it. and Like this... But at the same time, like accepting, okay, like I'm here. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm just if I'm gonna go and buy some shops food in the supermarket. <sighs> what do I do? Do I tell that I walk up and start getting into it with these people? Is this the place? Is this the place to take to take the stand at the uh, the doorway of this um, costulous supermarket here in, in Bridgetown in Barbados? And just or is this just how this is just this is how things are happening right now? I go I push against it. Do I, do I boycott the supermarket altogether? I'm talking. I'm talking right from from my moment. This is kind of as I'm as I'm talking this. I'm speaking in the moment. I am questioning myself these things still. That said, just as an honest share, what I have been doing is going with the flow and picking my battles. Basically, choosing choosing where to take my energy. Not been choosing to take on the the the, the Bayesian public uh, social acceptance of and and enforcement of mask wearing. So I've been wearing a mask, going around doing my thing, and I, what I I began to notice something is that actually there's there can be an interesting effect to to the face of of wearing a mask. I, I began. To notice it, and they're they in somewhere, you know, can feel. Hmm. Well, is it is protection the right word? Protection, or I guess 
covering, so it's um you don't you're not showing as much. There's there's a lot shown from the mouth. There's a lot shown from the face. From our facial features, we show a lot. So it's a, it's a hiding as well. It's a way to hide whilst in public. Um, so I began to notice that. Okay, so what are, what what's the you know, what are the effects of this? Like not having to think about what anyone is seeing my mouth look like. Um, and it, actually, I, re- I began to realise wow, this there's something I'm, I'm I was actually doing with my face that I hadn't noticed um, before. It's like I can somehow like relaxing, like a deeper relaxing, a deeper re- relaxation of my mouth and face. Uh, jaw even I don't know of, of just like no one can see what your face looks like so there's no aspect of my ego like trying to put on a face in a way even though but like I do you know if I'm just naturally talking to someone like and having a nice chat with someone you kind of have a little smile just the smile is natural and I'm not not forcing it in any in any way but there's like a like a relaxation to the to the face my experience with um the fa- like the facial features very has a very interesting ones and and it's it's a way that I can experience altering states of consciousness just through the physiology of the face. I'm basically saying, or basically want to say, is that times when I go really into into my <laughs> into my deep uh, meditative experiences, the times that have, that's happened to me in my life. It corresponds, and um, to say uh, as well, you know, this linked with, especially linked with experiences with psychedelic medicines, the psychedelic university that I've been going to, the University of Universal Psychedelics, uh, is that the, the, the face goes like melts, like completely relaxes. But so I can be, I've had the, the this is. If you never tried it, sit up as straight as you can in like a low in a whatever the best meditation position you can, and then completely relax your face and let your eyes, let your mouth open as wide as possible. You just let your jaw droop, and uh, just breathe deeply, and see see how it feels because that's that's basically what happens to me when I when when these when it just really starts to kick in. You know, it's like. This big relaxation and the face goes into this deep melting relaxation and it it's understanding the connection between the, the the control of the features of the face and the ego as well so once the it's like the ego control i can experience the ego controlling the face as well um like a mask like a like a puppet like a puppeteer can control a puppet, the ego can control our face, like a puppet, like a mask. Um, so we we can create different masks for different people. So what I mean is that, like, if I'm going to the supermarket and I haven't got a mask on, every other time I ever went to the supermarket, you're going to pass the security guy, you're going to pass the person next to there, and it's like each person, each each person that we're passing is is an interaction, and it's like a meeting of egos, and it's it must you know facilitate different masks, like different applications of. Of, of a mask like a sculpture of a face so if I'm walking in I want to say hello and send some nice energy to this person I'm gonna I'm, I'm uh, subconsciously unconsciously like completely in the moment it's not like a thought out thing obviously but it just naturally happens is a, a, a smile 
hello, friendly smile, hello, you know, or whatever, whatever the, the facial feature is that you're doing with someone. But it is, it's an application. It's, it's a, it's a muscular control. It's not complete relaxation. But what happens when the, when all the, the features in the face begin to completely relax is that there can be this, what I felt is this feeling of the, the ego completely relaxing as well, and it's like, like a surrendering, a, dis, a dissolving, a dissolution. Uh, a melting into into oneness and and a taking off of the mask <laughs> and as, as, a, as a, a kind of observation when I've I've seen photographs of myself and people have taken photographs of me in this and it <laughs> um, well you know, embarrassing embarrassing but kind of funny anyway like to see because it just looked completely oh, what to say I don't know gormless I guess but stupid or ridiculous like it's just uh you know like the phrase like the jaw drop jaw dropping jaw dropping awe as well you know the word awesome or like it's this uh big dropping of the jaw um but yeah if you never tried it try it because i cause sometimes i've had the most amazing experiences of my life with my mouth wide open and the whole the whole of the universe just pouring out the top of my head relaxation of the face even though you're not not dropping your jaw or so wearing the mask i can see why people like it (laughs) it's because it's like a it's like a protection maybe not from covid night i don't yeah this this is my observation i think it took me this whole time to get around to it i don't think that the mask i think the mask is protecting people's egos more um than they're actually you know of microbe microbial infection in through the mask which i've heard is 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 like trying to keep out mosquitoes with a with a with an iron mesh fence, you know. There's you know yes, the mosquito. If there's things there, they're getting through. If there's mi- microbes in the in the air, they can get through the mask. Or they can get into your into your eyes. But I, what I think is what is most important is getting to your mind. Like what your mind, where your mind's at, is so important. And the the funk, the experience of a body doing a virus. I I can experience it that even even starts in the mind. Oh my god, I feel like I have to, to talk about my whole experience of <laughs> what what pretty much what I'm pretty sure is uh, having a having a fair having a fair um, amount of uh, microbial uh, civilized culture within within myself um, at the at the height of all this stuff when I when I travelled. On uh, two days before the the lockdown of the London Underground, I travelled on a on a Friday rush hour to Heathrow and then flew to Brazil via Porto or something and um, through all these no via Sao Paulo through yeah through all these different airports and stuff to Brasilia, passing bare people at the height of all this um, like the March uh, March fifth I flew and flew back on the fifteenth and the uh, came back to London and boom I feel like I want to do a whole other story all about that but hey I got I um, had my experience of it when it, when it passed through me I was with it for some time I did my I did my healing with it it was very it was very interesting I to, it got my attention not to say at one point I was like fucking hell this is like definitely got a bit of a kick to it um, got on my Longer story, but I mean, I got on my got on my medicines, happy ayahuasca. Had some ayahuasca. Did a lot of ayahuasca, um, and it, it really helped. 
but I am talking about that because yeah what I'm saying is whether the masks are going to stop it going in don't know not sure about that I think, I think there's plenty of other ways ways to protect the immune system um, but more on that somehow later the next point I got was shoucher one one interesting thing there is is this cleanliness is this um, cleanliness which is a foundation of yoga so kind of going back to the um, the Patanjali here shoucha is the first niyama of niyamas are the yeah the observances disciplines of the yogi Shaucha is the first one. Cleanliness. So cleanliness, hygiene, neatness, tidiness, order. These are all um, foundations for the experience of, of the divine, of, of enlightenment, of nirvana, moksha, kaivalya, all different names for, for, for the best thing, the best thing on offer, what that book's really selling. <laughs> what that book is really telling us point, pointing the finger towards this is possible experience is Shaucha and yeah Shaucha has been an interesting thing because wow it's like the, like the cleanest year ever 20, 2020 like everything became about cleaning so okay good things about being clean yes there are good things about being clean also so my, my, um, my observation now is is seeing uh, so basically, if you if you hadn't heard of it, but the the concept that like if you're t- if you live too sterile, you lose your your immune system weakens, and then when you do meet something, you haven't quite developed the 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 resistance, the conditioning to deal with it, and it can get the better of you. So being exposed to different stuff is is good for us. Uh, I've 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 always lived with 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 that as a <laughs> as a way of life uh, not that I've you know um been like intentionally grubby or anything I, I love cleaning and showering and all that you know being in tidiness but also at the same time not too squeamish like and can definitely like brush up against different you know different kind of vibes and places and stuff but maintain my own my own force field my own strength and traveling across different continents um all kinds of different crazy ways of traveling and eating in different places like i've exposed my system to many many different forms of uh bacterias um but at times when i've just been really in my in my good health i've i've always felt you know have a have a strong resistance to it be um be immune the immunity of the body the power of the immunity is um yeah, what's what's getting me through? I've, I've, you know, got the better of me a few times along the way. Uh, so I had some kind of dengue thing in India once. That was one week of absolutely terrible. But um, <laughs> far from far from that, get pretty, you know, keep a good constitution, practice the spiritual arts, the health and fitness, and the well-being, and and boost your system. And um, just the beginning, really. The, the, uh, they say the Shiva, the great Lord of Yogi, drinks drank an, drank an ocean of poison. <laughs> so, as a comparison to 
you know, being being exposed to, if you compare being exposed to some COVID-19 bacteria, compare that to drinking an ocean of poison, saying that, like, the fire of the yogi is so strong, true fire of true yogi, so strong that you can drink an ocean of poison and just <laughs> burn it up inside, dissolve it. Um, no problem. That's kind of, like, one way to look at it. COVID-19, <laughs> no problem. Eat it up. As I say, I know it's easy to say, and so my heart goes out to anybody who um, hasn't quite connected with that yet. Uh, yeah, with the respect for people going through stuff as well, I know it's definitely got its um, its challenges for different people. It's a really it's 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 the it's the issue of our time. It's the thing. It's the the zeitgeist of our of our generation. Twenty twenty sure will be remembered the turning point in um, in history the real 2012 was it the real 2012 they predicted 2012 from thousands of years ago by the Mayans they predicted this date as, as a turning point in history and um, then in 2012 from 2009 we're going hearing it 10, 11 the excitement everything getting up smoking more and more DNT the, the world dissolving around me often daily fabric of reality I'm questioning everything. Truman Show, Groundhog Day, Matrix, Super Mario, Simulation, um, Avatar Theory. Is the, What is going to happen on this day? Is, is literally the whole world going to fold up into a box and I uh, stand up out of, out of the virtual reality thing in the, in the spirit world again and carry on in the spirit world forever? No, what happened was, carried on exactly as it is. Not exactly as it is. Nothing's ever exactly the same, but it carried on. It carried on. 2012... So that was 2012 and the world kept turning. Big Ben kept chiming and Baby London kept churning. Stockpiling the corner in the palace of overproduction. Sovereign hypnosis and crown jeweled seduction was a bar that I wrote on the tube when I was like Christmas 2012 or New Year 2013. And it was like, okay, (laughs) the thing's still here. This experience is still happening. I'm still a human, I'm still in London, and I better get, fucking, I better work something, better work out what to do now, because, yeah, I was, I was, I was kind of feeling that I wouldn't be surprised if everything just dissolved, but here it is, still on, but the, 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 the the interesting theory that I was tuning into it, is that people putting this one forward, that the Mayan calendar, what we thought was they were saying 2012 was actually 2020 because the calendars got, because the calendars got changed during the years. years so 2012 was actually 2020 and man if you look at it if you're going to be like a Mayan shaman from a thousand years ago and you're going to go really in and do some journeying on the timeline and have a little look into the future you know a thousand years in the future around this time you're going to see like the world events this whole demic there's <laughs> a pan or a plan um a man a mandemic or whatever kind of demic it is um definitely got to got to poke up on the on the timeline right for for a collective experience it's fascinating I love about it is things I hate about it. Um, it's, it's absolutely amazing to me. Um, so, the Shaosha, right? Well, that's what I was talking about, cleanliness. Yeah, that's, that's kind of been an interesting side effect of all this stuff.
we're going to see. Like it's uh, even I noticed now as um, Barbados comes out of this next this this um, kind of other level of um, what's it lockdown is easing. I swear I can notice something in the air that feels like people are gonna like it's gonna. pray for what I, what I want is that the, the lockdown will ease and things will go back to normal and people can stay healthy and we can start something new. We'll see. I'm going to hold my prayer for that, hold the vision for that. Took me to the last, the last uh, on, on this kind of first little list that I've compiled. This is um, some kind of observation that made me like thinking about a, a comedy sketch of, a, of, of like the virus where all the viruses live or something if they lived in like a building imagine they like had like a shared accommodation like, or like a club like the virus union and you got malaria and typhoid and syphilis and um dengue and uh bat flu or no what's it called bird flu and ebola and they're uh, you know they're all, they're all hanging out and they're chatting and um they're going they're 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 all complaining because they're going nothing this new virus, Corona, COVID-19, this new virus. Who is this new virus again? And they're like, oh yeah, it's taken over the world. It's gone viral. Little side joke there. Um, but it's gone viral. It's taken over the world. It's got everyone's attention. They're saying, so what's, and what is the, how, how, this must be a terrible, terrible virus. Must be, must be the worst virus ever. Is it, is it, you know, it must, must kill nearly everybody it touches. And they're like, uh, well, not, not exactly. Uh, oh, no, what's the, what's the survival rate? How many people are like, oh, it's actually like 99% survival. Like, it's what, 99% survival rate? How come, it's, how come this virus is so, it's got everyone's attention? I've, I've been, and you know, like Ebola's there going, I've been doing people, da, 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 and malaria's there. I've been working, you know, for years now, I've been making people all over the world and no one stopped the world for me or no one no one made everyone do that for me like who was so special about this covid19 oh oh my god ranting rambling that's my that's my uh me um oh man that's my trying to do my comedy stand-up comedy <laughs> it's one of my one of my sketches practicing that but yeah something about the covid19 it's got everyone's attention us so that brings me now to my list that i began compiling and numbering of 200 i got up to 200 and something now 250 or something how many of that 250 or so of these notes observation so these are the notes from my papers on the wall i write them down in little random squiggles or uh, one or two words to remind me and then when the whole page got completely full take it off and then get my book out and write them down neatly uh, with a number number one hello velo or oh, this is one for this is one for anything to do with kids young kids whether it's your child or your friends or your your nephew and whatever or something um, it's it's having a piece of paper or a place so like the same way the piece of paper on the wall for like anything random 
Um, you can also have a yeah, so sub note on the pieces of paper on the wall. A kind of evolution of the pieces of paper on the wall is having categories of 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 them. So having different places for different categories, and then compiling like the different specific observations in the different places. I.e., so instead of having like um, I've got a sheet of all random jumbled together notes. And these notes I'm going to read now are, are completely random. Some, you know, the, the subjects are, can be about health and fitness or uh, a business thing or a psychedelic thing or a, uh, a Bible theory or a, uh, a little tip to do with your fingers while playing guitar or something like that. Like they're, all, they're all jumbled up. But what I thought was afterwards, I was like, actually, I'm going to put them in, put them in sections. So anytime you've got a note about health, that can all go there. Anytime you've got a note about uh, news or COVID or something, I'll put all the ones about COVID and then begin to get them all in categories anyway um the, the one category suggestion is when you've got a, uh, a young child that's learning how to talk have a, have a place where you just write down just the things that they say that are like little sweet mistakes when they're learning you know they make these little mistakes and stuff and oh bless it like you, you know they've got, got their own little their little quirky things that like they try to repeat something or it sounds different or something and they're they're priceless and they they kind of go you know with my daughter she's nearly nearly five now and you know she's the, the the little mistakes and stuff are starting to be less and less so i kind of wrote a few down um and, and kind of would encourage people to to just catch them when they're there you know because they're maybe not easy to remember them all later on um, but if you wrote them down, you could, you know, get a little list. So one, one I had was aloe velo, like, it was just a random little thing. She was like, what's that plant? And I was like, it's an aloe, aloe vera. And she was like, oh, aloe velo. And it just, I don't know, made me smile. This was so cute. And there's loads of those little kind of things. She's saying, oh, when are we going to be at Barbados? Like, little things like that. And, um, just think, oh, I just try and catch them, you know? So have the, have the paper on the wall and have one paper on the wall that's just for, specifically for that if you're a parent with a young child us number two 21 reps before eating <laughs> this is something that i just noticed that i do sometimes and i always kind of um yeah just put this one out there if, if anyone's like ever kind of um, people you haven't got like a proper training thing going or you're looking to get back into training there's one little thing i've uh, i've done regularly and um, it's just doing like little blast workout before meal, doing little blast workouts, like doing little push, like, like a push up test, a little uh, how, how many squats I can do in a minute, how many sit ups I can do in a minute, how many push ups I can do in a minute, something like just if you know, like if you haven't kind of had like a good exertion or something in that in the day or something before then, it's like before I eat anything, I'm definitely gonna have not definitely but often it's like a nice little moment like helps like build up an appetite I, f I find for myself you know it's like kind of like clear out the last bits of the whatever the energy is since you had the last meal like that's when i kind of feel like like a shredding thing you know like i've done uh like um shred and <laughs> do some shredding i guess yeah, shredding um like when you when you're at your hungriest is what I'm basically saying, you know, like, so before the meal, it's a good little moment to have a bit of a thrash about if you haven't had a good one that day yet. 
and then um, you kind of like pump like can pump you up and build up the appetite, build up the digestive fire, and then really enjoy a meal. So basically, I'll I'll, I'll do that if I'm feeling um, if I wanna like increase my appetite and really like enjoy the meal. Just do five ten minutes like quick workout like just before the meal's cooked. You know, D's finishing the cooking thing you know when the rice is on it's like there's a little moment there and just bang out like a few sets of pull-ups press-ups sit-ups squats or something but even like that five ten minutes can make a big can can have like a great effect and then sit down it's water and it's like oh boom like really gonna enjoy that meal now whole system's like buzzing and like the digestive fire is on the digestive fire is is roaring right number three this is something i haven't done yet but this is on my list of stuff I want to do. This is like an ideal, the ideal version of myself. Um, dad, dad goals is basically like preempting being out and about with my daughter and her wanting a, uh, a snack and being in a place and her wanting basically some kind of uh, sugary treat that I'm not that uh, happy about the idea of, of giving her. Um, because I don't think it's healthy or so. So I thought, it's, hold on, like, this has always happened. She always wants some sweets. Like, why not? I'll make, like, find some health, some, like, healthiest version of a sweet. Some dairy-free, sugar-free, superfood, health, super sweet or something, you know, something that actually tastes really, really good as well. And then make those, get a recipe for that, make them at home and then take them out and when she wants a sweet snack, I'm like, boom, there you go. Here's your organic super superfood thing, superfood energy ball. Find something that, like, she, you know, that works, rather than just being like a mug in like, in, in the supermarket and just being like, mm, fuck, like what am I like, all in the petrol station, like looking for snacks and like looking for trying to find something healthy. Got to stop being surprised. Like, got to be got to preempt, preempt, being preemptive when you're out and about to. Um, the limitations in in like really high quality <laughs> children's healthy sweets so anyway it's like number three pair, preparing sweets in advance as I say that's on my list to do and as I say I'm setting my intention to look up some recipes and get some healthy healthy good goodness sweetness treats as well and get them around because they are they do exist you can have wonderfully healthy healthy stuff that tastes great and um, would be way more enjoyed than the thing that's kind of in the shiny wrapper that's just right there and, you know, it's going to cause some kind of tantrum in about an hour. Anyway, number three. Number four, notice if you reply by taking over a conversation. Oh, my God, this this is one... This has been a really, this is really important. When I, when I clocked myself doing this one, when I actually really realised how much I'd been doing it, and I was doing it in that moment. Basically, um, what I noticed I was doing is someone was coming to me with a, with a conversation, like telling me something. Oh, you know, like something happened to me, and then what what I did, I was like, oh yeah, like, and then I basically began immediately thinking about something that similar had happened to me, and then I began telling them about that. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, me too. I'd actually happen to me, and then actually that was, you know, da da da. And after like, then it was like thirty seconds of just. I caught it. I caught it that like, you know, there was a time 
um, and um, and well, yeah, and, and also was you know giving it in feedback as well on, on some particular moments, um, triggering feedback. It's triggering feedback to hear, but it made me realise, yeah, it's right. Like that's not what if I'm gonna go to someone and I've got you know if something I feel like I want to talk about something and get something off your chest or something. Um, and then I, you know, you just start start by letting them know something, and they just come back with saying that they kind of taking over, taking over the conversation. It's um, it's kind of a shit thing to do, really. Um, and I'm, it really made me realise that that I'd done that loads, and that's kind of something that, I'd, uh, that I saw was a pattern that I was doing. And after realising it, I began to hear other people doing it more as well. Um, and I just I found it interesting and it helped me I hope become a better listener as well so when someone's saying something instead of just instantly thinking like okay what am I going to tell them about my thing about my opinion about this and or my advice or my suggestion or my solution for their thing like or the, how something similar happened to me a while ago how something similar happened to a friend of mine you know what I mean like just ways to just ways to, to talk um and just not just being like just 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 listening and just hearing it and holding space for the person and actually when I've when I have um, noticed that that's that I've kind of done a different pattern instead like this more aware and just listening and holding space it's it's been really powerful and actually um, brought deeper phases to to communication in in both ways as well. You know, because it would it would become once the amount of like the right amount of time of of listening and observation had been. back pain so the experience of back pain so it's understanding that every part so this is my theory this is this is the this is my experience i'm sharing it with you don't believe me uh just because i'm saying it but i um but see if it see if this this rings see how this rings for you is that our, our physical body is our soul. Our soul in this, in this physical dimension is expressed by our physical body. And the, the sensations that we feel are an experience of the sensation of, of our the physical experience, but they're also, they're like our physical body experiencing our emotional body, our mind, our mental body, our, our spiritual body on just different levels of experience. So we experience our phys- our spiritual body on the physical plane as a, as a human body, and the different parts of the body represent different parts of the of the emotions. So there are parts of our 
of our of ourselves, of our psychology, of our of our identity that are held in different parts of the body. So basically it's understanding that back pain is not just like it's not just back pain. It's actually on a deeper level it's is soul pain. Some part of the soul is in pain and the and that part of the soul is you know, being experienced in different parts of the back, different parts of the back, different parts of the soul, different parts of the spine, different parts of the of the spirit, different parts of the the being. Um, so understanding it on a on a soul level, the back, the pain, the back, uh, and then and you know healing healing the soul. So if if there's if there's pain in the if there's pain in any part of the body, it can be you know, my, what I'm offering to you is that it's. It's, there's a part of your soul that's in pain as well. So as much as we address the pain in the body, also address the pain in the soul. And when I times when I've really addressed the pain in the soul, like the root of the of the of pain in my body, is when I've is when I have real healing as well, um, and lasting healing when when and lasting healing when the the healing is in the soul the soul level. So us that was number up to number five. Um, it's near the end and um, yeah I have the, the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes keep an eye on the clock this thing is coming in so it's going to run up more feels like a good good little um, <laughs> an easily calculatable amount of time one hour hour yesterday Kind of got these points to 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 bounce off. Kind of interesting just to see how it just goes off the dome. And as well, this is a new experience for me to have this. this is the really simple setup. I've just got my phone. Um, apologies for sound quality if it's not that great. I hope I I'm trusted it's um it's okay. I think it's okay. I listened back to it yesterday and there was some quite a lot of scuffling. Uh, but we'll see. Please give me some feedback if you if you can. If how's the sound? How's it sounding? I've got some good feedback about the uh, the crickets today. People also listened to it today and some friends. Um, so people like the sounds. Cows are quiet tonight. Cows were going really vocal last night. They got they got moved from um, the field. There's like a few fields around my house, and the cows get moved around often or if, you know once a week or something they must have just got moved yesterday and they were just mooing so much um but now they are must be at peace all quiet but the crickets are going the uh, stars are shining winding down giving thanks the last minute of this podcast podcast number two sharing this just feels so easy now so i'm just going with it if you're listening Blessings and love, namaste, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever the moment in time in the future um, you are. I'm from, I'm from the past. I'm a, a thing of your imagination. This is all a dream. Om, us, onwards and upwards. Lots of joy, lots of gratitude. Counting the blessings daily, every day is a blessing. Peace and love and hope to connect with you somehow telepathically, digitally in the future again. Us.